Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, who is a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here is Will with today's episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Montana Real Estate Podcast. This is episode five of season two. And if you're just joining us for the first time in our second season, what we're doing is we're breaking down all of our videos that we've done on our YouTube channel. And we are going in order of how popular each video was. And this week we are at the fifth most popular video and it was called the dangers of using Zillow in Montana. And I've done a couple of other podcasts on Zillow and the video was similar to that. But I did that particular video back in May of 2020. It is now March of 2021. And there have been a few changes to the site and things that I talked about, but it basically remains the same site and the same issues that I discussed on the earlier podcasts and the video. And so what we were breaking down in that video, uh, by the way, if you have not checked out our YouTube channel, it's called Living in Montana, and we would appreciate if you would subscribe to that. And then you can follow along on these videos. And what we're doing is giving a little behind the scenes of these videos and how we made them and and what we were thinking at the time. And uh, like this one, just kind of updating what has changed since we made the video. So anyway, back to the uh, Zillow we were basically looking at FISBOs, which FSBO stands for for sale by owner. And a lot of people have been using the Zillow website for a long time now to advertise their for sale by owner houses or homes they're trying to sell on their on their own. And Zillow is a free site for that. And the reason I made this video is because a lot of people use Zillow for the advertising to get their property out there in front of a lot of people. What they don't understand is that Zillow is not a real estate company. They are in the business. They're a media company. They're in the business of selling leads to realtors and lenders. So everything that site does is try and get you to click on the different buttons and then they sell that lead or they sell your information to a realtor. So one of the big things I pointed out in that video that is still the same, in fact, it's even worse now, is when you put your listing in there as a for sale by owner and you're doing it yourself, when that listing shows up, if you look on the right-hand side, it will have a little button on there, you know, click for an agent or click for more information. And when someone does that, it used to be where you could choose that you wanted to contact the actual seller himself, you know, the person selling this house. Now that's not even an option. You have to kind of scroll down and look for that person's number. Now, when you just click on it, it will go to whichever agent has paid the money to get that lead. So you don't, you know, if you just click on, I want more information, it's going to go to an agent that has been paying Zillow, which that part's fine. But as a seller, that's not fine for you because what happens is, is the, you know, the people will get the call on your house. Obviously, they've probably never been there and they're going to tell people about other listings they may have since they don't know much about your house. So keep that in mind if you are selling on your own. The other huge thing that I 
been beating to death over the last few years are the Zestimates. The reason that's a problem if you're selling your house on your own, and it's still, (laughs) Zillow has now become a brokerage and they have bought into our MLS. So they have the data. So their Zestimate should be right on. But in the few houses I looked through just a little bit ago, they were just way off. So again, I have no idea how they come up with these numbers. Montana is a non-disclosure state. So in the past, they were pulling numbers out of thin air. Now they have the data and they're still way, way off on their estimates. So in the video, I kind of, this is a good one. If you have not watched the video and want to know more, go back and watch it because I kind of, I show you exactly how to get to where in the website they tell you how, how they come up with those estimates or actually they tell you how poor <laughs> the numbers are for those estimates and the, and they show you the stats of how close they are you know with the you know what their estimate was and then what it actually sold for and they show you the percentages of how far off they are in the different big cities around the country by the way it's not easy to find that data they don't that's not on the front page of their site they bury that way down deep you have to dig around and look for it so like i said if you want to figure out how to find that get on the video and the link for the video is down in the in the notes of this uh, podcast. Go down, watch the video, and uh, you'll see exactly how to find all these stats. I'm not going to go through them all, but let's just say that if they did put those stats on the front page, nobody would ever look at this estimate. Like I say in the video, and like I've talked about numerous times, the problem with that is if you're trying to sell your house for $300,000 because that's what the market is showing it's worth right now, and Zillow comes in and says it's worth two fifty. Well, then you have people that have that number in their head already that, oh, well, you've got it $50,000 overpriced, even though Zillow is probably wrong. So you're going to start out a negotiation right out of the gate with somebody who thinks you're trying to rip them off with your price. Zillow's based in Seattle. They have no idea what our local market is all about. And until they get actual agents working in this market, they have no idea. So for them to put this estimate on there... I don't think it's fair. I don't think it helps anybody. And it just can cause problems for you if you're trying to sell on your own. The other thing I talk about that they have in there, and like I said earlier, they also sell leads to lenders. So they'll put in there the monthly cost for the house and interest rates and and all of that. And then they have a thing to click to talk to a lender. And again, it's somebody that's paid for Zillow to you know send them the leads. But the problem with the the monthly cost deal that they use is they'll they'll say, "Oh, the monthly cost on this house is $1400." Well, sure, it, when you click on the little arrow and look a little deeper into where they got that number, this is with a 20% down payment and so somebody had put in this particular house I'm talking about in the video, somebody put $60,000 down and they got a very generous interest rate, which may or may not apply to people. But again, what their goal is, is to get someone interested in the house by saying, oh, look, it's only $1,400 a month, even though it's probably going to be more. And it depends on so many things for them to put a price on there. Again, is not fair. There's credit rate. Uh, or your credit score, how much you're going to put down. There's so many variables that they should never put a put a payment for a house in there because it's going to vary with each person. 
with that, I think you just really need to be careful if you're using Zillow to sell your own house or if you're just looking around at houses, just know that they're all about selling leads to agents. So if you click on their button there to get more information, whether it's a house listed by a for sale by owner house or a house that's actually on the market, you're not always going to get the agent that has that house listed. You're going to get the guy that has paid Zillow to be on their site. So keep all this stuff in mind. This would be a good video for you to watch if, if you haven't and you are planning on using Zillow. Uh, and with that, we will talk to you guys next week. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and will join us again next week for another episode. If you have any questions or if you would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact us at Montana Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at montanaliferealty.com. If you would like to call us, our number is 406-249-1735. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.